Today is Friday, February 24th, 2023, and Jill Biden and White House turn on Joe Biden in 24? What's going on? The House is on fire! House investigators secure cooperation with key Hunter Biden business associate and Congressman James Comer joins the show. The Republican bulldog finally joining Benny in the octagon. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. This show brought to you by Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile has emerged as one of the leaders in the parallel economy, and they have big news. If you hate big tech, big woke corporations, and you still need reliable cell phone service, switch to Patriot Mobile now. We were in East Palestine last week. Very bad cell phone service there. We were on Patriot Mobile. Our phones worked like a charm, and we were able to bring you the content that you needed. Patriot Mobile is the only Christian conservative wireless provider offering broad nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks. So you get the same great service while supporting a company that also supports you and your God-given rights and freedom, like freedom of speech. That's why our business uses Patriot Mobile, so you should switch to Patriot Mobile right now. Go to patriotmobile.com backslash Benny for their 100% U.S.-based customer service team at 878-PATRIOT. You can call them also. Get free activation today with the offer code Benny, B-E-N-N-Y. Make the switch today, patriotmobile.com backslash Benny. All right, ladies and gentlemen, who was in East Palestine? Well, we beat the transportation secretary to East Palestine by like, what, Royce? Like a week or more, at least. Pete Buttigieg waited almost a full month in order to finally hit up East Palestine. By the time he got there, well, uh, he didn't necessarily uh, have anything to say. He blamed Donald Trump for what happened because, of course, there's only one rule in the playbook in the Biden administration, and that's don't show up for your fellow Americans, only show up for Ukrainians, only honor Ukrainian dead, uh, and never, ever, ever, ever uh, uh, do anything other than blame Donald Trump. Never take any responsibility yourself. Pete Buttigieg doing exactly that in East Palestine. Watch. You've been Secretary of Transportation for two years now. How long can you blame the Trump administration for all your failures? Let me say this. I will take responsibility for how I do my job. It is time for the Trump administration uh, uh, alumni to take responsibility for their deregulation and join us in calling for us to re- us all as a country to reverse course. Okay, well, why don't you just reverse course, Brett? I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just a Twitter guy. Okay. <laughs> Okay, hold on. Uh, I'm your psychiatrist, Pete. Is Donald Trump in the room with you right now? Is the Donald Trump administration in the room with you now? You can tell me. Who's here? Is it Donald Trump? Is Orange Man here hovering over you? A big orange ghost with a big Mac in his hand and a MAGA hat. And he's handing it to you and it says 47 on the side. That's what Donald Trump did. Donald Trump went to East Palestine and... It's Donald Trump who actually got Pete Buttigieg to go. How is it that Donald Trump beat Pete Buttigieg to East Palestine? Well, probably because Pete uh, Pete Buttigieg didn't want to answer questions like this. What do you say to residents who say you're too little today? Uh, Well, uh, I say that we're with residents right now. Mr. Secretary. uh, We're going to be here before as we were in the first hours. Why did it take you three and weeks then, Can I finish my answer to the first Well, we're uh, saying it's too little too late because it took you three weeks to get here, and then you used the excuse I'm the question that it was, that oh, there's a thousand asked. train derailments in the USA every single year. Is that okay to you as the Department so I can't tell of the, uh, I can't tell Transportation is, Secretary? I'm on the way to answer a lot the of The question is, do you think that you've done right a good now. job as the... Uh, you know, Secretary of the Department of Transportation. Yes, I'm proud of what uh, FRA and FIMSA have done here from day one, from the first minutes or at least the first hours of this response. 
what I'm really proud of is the community that I saw here. You've got federal agencies, you've got local first responders, you've got states, but most of all, you got a community that's been through a lot that I think is pretty frustrated with people trying to take political advantage of this situation. And my focus is going to be to make sure that our freight rail system gets safer. And anybody who wants to take political advantage of this. So anyone who wants to take political – hold on. What do you mean political advantage? What are you talking about political advantage? You didn't speak about this for two weeks, buddy. And then you finally went on TV for another week from your posh Washington, D.C. studio. You just spent time out with your husband at a five-star restaurant in Eastern Market. People had to shame you into going. You're the one taking political advantage. Political advantage is either shining a light on the things that you want people to see or removing the spotlight from things you don't want people to see. And you didn't want people to see East Palestine. If you had, you wouldn't have told these people to head back into their homes without any proper testing. And you wouldn't go there to do a press conference and do a press junket and then say that you've lost your train of thought during that same press conference. Both information and misinformation injected into this situation, none of which is to the benefit of the community uh, when it comes to that misinformation. The Norfolk are- so I think, so I lost my train of thought. Um, <laughs> Great. Okay. While there, his press secretary refused to answer questions on camera. That's your damn job. All of this was Pete Buttigieg's job from the beginning. It is a disaster at the White House. Corinne Jean-Pierre, cringe Jean-Pierre, was asked whether Joe Biden will ever visit this place. You know, it is only just a short trip. It's 200 miles from Washington, D.C. to get to East Palestine. It is probably a 20-minute Air Force One flight if you have uh, F-22 Raptors to plow the way for you through the sky. You could just land there and go. You could just take a photo, Joe. That's all you need to do. I think they're worried that Joe Biden would either fall down the stairs, which he does, or that the air is so toxic that it would absolutely uh, kill the guy. I think that's because it hurt us and we're pretty able-bodied young men. And so I think they're literally scared for Joe Biden's health. But they're shoving these people back into their houses and letting these children suck up that poisonous air and water. So does it meet the bar? Americans getting poisoned in their own homes. Does this meet the bar for a Joe Biden visit? Cringe Jean Pierre here, ladies and gentlemen. Watch. <laughs> Two questions. Um, first of all, the president frequently visits the sites of many natural and man-made disasters. And this situation in East Palestine has clearly required a multi-agency uh, response from the federal and the state level. So I guess I'm just struggling to understand why the president wouldn't go to East Palestine. It, does it simply not meet the bar for a presidential visit? Look, I don't, I, I, it, it, I want to be very clear here. Um, there's no reason to struggle, I don't think, on this question. I think when you look at how the federal agents, agencies have responded from day one and took this very seriously. <laughs> OK, there's no reason to struggle on this question. Now watch me struggle on this question. Cringe Jean-Pierre did go and say, hey, listen, I think that Joe Biden is going to go to East Palestine. Boy, oh boy, will we ever be there? We will physically get up and go if Joe Biden goes there. I'm going to offer him a sip of water from the taps in East Palestine. I will personally do it. I swear to you. Watch. 
Peter. Can I just ask you again, following up on East Palestine, can you at least, I know you can't say that the president has plans to go there now, but is it in discussion that the president may go there in the near future? I just don't have anything to share. I know I know there's a lot of interest uh, on that. I mean, I guess the question the folks for, for folks there, though, at least to say it's in discussion, has it been something that's even under consideration? I mean, I think what folks should understand and what folks should, I think, feel at ease is that the president has taken this very seriously. Oh, has he taken it so seriously? Hmm. I think the reason that Joe Biden wouldn't go to East Palestine is what we've said all along. It's gotten us in trouble. People have written headlines about it, and we were right. Sorry, guys. I was right. I was right. I was right. They hate East Palestine because they hate its politics. Its demographics don't look the way they want America to look, and so they refuse to go. They don't want these people to live good lives or happy lives. They're happy to poison these communities because they are the unfavored poor. If this were happening in Detroit or if this were happening in Philadelphia, you'd have an entirely different story. You'd have the National Guard responding. Unfortunately, this happens to be happening in a Trump county, and so they don't want to have headlines like this. Pete Buttigieg left waiting in the hall while Rudy Giuliani speaks with East Palestine mayor. So Pete Buttigieg uh, had to sit there and wait while Rudy Giuliani was meeting with the mayor. We've spoken, one, we were the first people to break the fact that Pete Buttigieg was going to go. We were right. We tweeted it. We got it from a source. And the reason why Pete Buttigieg had to delay his trip, he was going to go the same day as Donald Trump. The reason Pete Buttigieg had to delay his trip was because all of the officials inside the city said they would be meeting with Trump first. They're going to block off their time for Trump first. And they don't they're they're not going to, you know, leave Donald Trump on red and then go over and meet with who? Pete Buttigieg? Pothole Pete? No, man. Pete Buttigieg had to wait his turn behind Rudy Giuliani to speak with East Palestine's mayor, Trent Conway, on Thursday after putting uh, off his visit for 20 days. You know, Pete Buttigieg could have just gone there when the derailment happened. While Giuliani spoke with Mayor Conway on Thursday, the transportation secretary had to wait in the hall for at least 30 minutes. (laughs) Buttigieg's staff was careful, making sure that there were no run-ins between the secretary and Giuliani, a person present uh, told the Daily Mail. Speaking uh, uh, mayor to former mayor, Conway said that he isn't focused on partisanship and he's only interested in ensuring the safety of his constituents. Good for him. This guy's become a bit of a hero, actually, this uh, this mayor. We look forward to having him on the program. Uh, Somebody who is not a hero and somebody who straight up said exactly what we got. Dude, they wrote articles about our show claiming that this was political retribution and revenge by the Biden regime because of the way that these people vote and that because of how they vote, the Biden regime says, eh, let's just nuke the town. Let the chemicals kill everyone. We got in trouble for saying that. And here's Joy Behar on The View saying exactly that yesterday, literally confirming 100% factually that we were right. We were right on the show. Listen to uh, which Joy Behar sit there and say "Mm, they deserved it because they voted for Trump. Two. One thing I just want to say is I do think this was an unforced error by President Biden. It was 20 days before we had Secretary Buttigieg go down, 10 days before he put out a statement acknowledging it. Yeah. This is Trump country. He won by 40 points. It, it, he won, he is a president for all Americans. I believe that, but he needs to show so that they, he is. But it was time for him to people be. People don't know why they would ever vote for him because of somebody who, who, by the way, he placed someone with deep ties to the chemical industry in charge of the EPA's chemical safety office. That's who you voted for in that district. 
Donald Trump, who reduces all safety. He yeah. did. Do they, those showed up at Do they realize that? And those voters yeah, but, saw something on the ground that yeah. probably it, resonates in a that's way that the they, thing. Need. I, but they, they need to look past the photo of ops, these people, and Wait. say, who's doing the job here? Forget about the photo ops. Showing, oh, showing up is a big Showing up, I think, I think this is Donald Trump's fault. Dude, Donald Trump has trolled these people into the center of the earth. They are now melting with the molten lava. <laughs> They look like the uh, Nazis at the end of Indiana Jones, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. They're just melting because they know that Donald Trump has won this round. They know that Donald Trump has done a windmill dunk on Joe Biden here and that the American people, many of them who live in small communities just like East Palestine, that look just like East Palestine, who've been gutted by globalism just like East Palestine, who are prepared for the toxic train crash in their community because everyone, including me, I live right by train tracks. My wife and I walk over them every single night. We push our kids in the stroller. We work right over train tracks, and a train barrels down those tracks a couple times a day. And we're thinking, what about us? Is this going to be us? Is this how the Biden regime would treat us? Well, absolutely, and everyone's got to be thinking that right now. You know, this was like right on the border with – this crash essentially happened in Pennsylvania. You know, and they consider that a blue state. They're not even helping out their own people here. What would they do to us in Florida? Unbelievable. So that's what everyone thinks. And now you have the – Moment of extreme desperation and demon screaming by Pete Buttigieg and by The View. Huh, what, a, what a great Praetorian guard. The View and Pete Buttigieg both saying the same thing. Orange man bad. It's orange man. Ooh, man. Oh, oh, they are desperate. And they are uh, exceedingly desperate because they know that Joe Biden doesn't have the capacity to go there and be the comforter in chief. Joe Biden has doesn't have the ability to walk down the flight of stairs to meet the people of East Palestine, much less breathe the toxic, noxious air. And so that's why a lot of people are starting to really like question whether Joe Biden is the right man for the job. In Politico, uh, two days ago, there was an article written about, you know, is Joe Biden really right? You know, you're starting to see it like starting to pepper through the Washington Post, the New York Times, CNN. People are starting to like question, is this the right guy for 24? They don't got anyone else. They got... Uh, pre-vat of acid Batman villain Gavin Newsom, I guess, in California. That's the best that they have. But even the people inside of the regime, the ones closest, like Jill Biden, are turning on Joe Biden, her husband. Now, what, why, why do we say that? Well, yesterday, Jill Biden was asked who should be president, and she says a woman. I mean, it's probably her just messing up, but this is what Jill Biden said to the cameras. I think it's time for a woman to be president. Is Joe Biden going to get a sex change? Is going to name Biden Mulvaney? What's going to happen here? Check it out. Kamala time? Jill Biden endorsing Kamala or Michelle Obama? Savage move, Jill. Savage. But she's done being the night nurse. Watch. Is it time for the U.S. to have its first female president that you're talking about living here? It's always time to have a female president, yes. no matter what country you're in. So I'm very supportive of women running for office. Um, hmm. Well, uh, allegedly your husband is president right now. So what is – again, what, is this, what does this mean? What does this mean? Joe Biden's always talking about dignity for transgender elderly. Maybe he's talking about himself. Maybe he's going to do the sex change. I don't know. I don't know. We'll ask the White House. We'll see. You know, Michelle Obama was recently asked, and Michelle Obama, I mean, naturally, has got to be a strong Biden ally, right? She was recently asked whether Joe Biden should run again in 24. Didn't go great. Biden will run again in 2024. You know, I, 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 I will have to see. <laughs> Does your wife ask you 
if you love her. And then if you gave that same response, you'd, you'd, you'd be sleeping on the couch, dude. You'd be sleeping in the garage. Do you love me, honey? I, 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 uh, we'll have to see. <laughs> okay. So uh, it's, it's not just, it's not just Michelle Obama and Jill Biden. It's also cringe Jean Pierre, who yesterday was talking about who the president is and cringe Jean Pierre dropped a nuclear cringe. We've been talking to you about nuclear cringe. Okay. Nuclear cringe. And we finally got it. Cringe Jean Pierre was uh, talking about, hey, what's the president doing right now? And Cringe Jean Pierre was like, oh, President Obama is doing this and this and that and that and that. <laughs> it's like they give away the game. Barack Obama straight up said that his dream would be to have some useless Muppet like Joe Biden in charge while he pulls all the strings and uses all the power behind the scenes. He straight up said that. So. This is cringe Jean Pierre just straight up spitting truth for maybe the first time ever. Yes, it's President Obama's third term. Watch. So today, as you all saw just an hour or so ago, President Obama announced that, pardon me, President Biden. Whoa. Corinne Jean-Pierre was asked about a fake air raid. Now, we've covered this. We don't want to recover a story, but Joe Biden clearly faked an air raid to try and start World War III in Ukraine. To try and look tough, Joe Biden got out of his wheelchair, pulled his catheter out, uh, uh, wrapped up his depends, his dirty, threw him in the garbage, and uh, was able to uh, get enough of an injection, whatever they inject into his you know, spinal cord, to like walk upright for a while through some little square in Kiev. Uh, and while doing that, an air raid siren blared. Now, there were no Russian MiGs in the sky. There were no missiles in the sky. The White House asked Putin permission to go to Kiev. <laughs> That's a fact. And so this has been thoroughly debunked. This is a lie. But yesterday, cringe Jean-Pierre was repeating that lie that has been thoroughly and hum humiliatingly debunked on every level that Joe Biden walked through an active air raid siren. He just said, light up the air raid siren so that I look tough, so I look like dementia Churchill. So, cringe Jean-Pierre, of course, repeating that lie, as ever. Nuclear cringe. It has an air raid siren in it, so it's appropriate. Go. I mean, the trip that President... Oh, wait. I mean, the trip that President Biden took to Kiev, as many of you reported on, was uh, historic. It was brave. Many of you talked about how we heard the, the sirens wailing uh, in the background as the president was on the ground. Remember, there was there is no military uh, on the ground in, in Ukraine, U.S. military on the ground in Ukraine. And the president took this trip to send a very clear message, not just to the people of Ukraine, not just to Russia, but the world. <laughs> Okay, so here's that's the proof that you need. Okay, that's the this is the who done it, and you finally get the you know you finally get like the, the 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 murder weapon right. You finally find the murder weapon hiding under the floorboards at the end of the who done it. Okay, this is the final confirmation that we needed. We didn't need any more confirmation. We're very confident in our sources. We're very confident in how we report the news here. But the final confirmation that this was all 
a staged setup, fake, run by an actor whose name is Voldemort Zelensky. Go check his Wikipedia page, you conspiracy theorist. He's an actor. It listed at the top of his page, comedian and actor. This guy set up a, he set up a scene, a fake air raid siren in order to make Joe Biden look tough right when Joe Biden's walking out. And the final confirmation you need, the final murder weapon with the DNA on it you need is cringe Jean-Pierre, who is the least subtle person. There's no subtlety lost on her on planet Earth saying, you you saw the air raid sirens, right? You saw them, right? (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about the insane amount of gold that was shoveled into Joe Biden's coffers by the most evil regimes, Ukraine being one of them, uh, on planet Earth, and how much the Biden family profited off that gold and how the entire thing is unraveling now. People are flipping inside of the Biden family. They're giving everything to the GOP and mm, such a great show. Stay tuned. James Comer, Republican bulldog joins us to tell us all about it. This is the man who's in charge of all of these investigations. But first, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of gold, what about your gold? What about your monetary value? What about the money that you earn day in and day out? Is it safe? Will it be safe when they introduce a digital dollar? You know, they're planning on doing that. Are you prepared? You need to act fast. You need to act now to protect what you have worked hard for. If you value your privacy and your security like I do, I encourage you to take a look at my friends at Allegiance Gold. With the highest rating in the industry and an A-plus from the Better Business Bureau, Allegiance Gold can help protect you, your IRA, your 401k, from with physical gold and silver. And you can have it delivered securely to your doorstep. Gold and silver are the only assets that protect against a depreciating dollar and government malfeasance. So protect yourself today. Right now, get up to $5,000 in free silver with qualifying investment when you visit protectwithbenny.com or call 844-66-BENNY, protectwithbenny.com. Protecting yourself is something that the Biden regime should have done better, ladies and gentlemen. There are people flipping now inside of the Biden regime, and it's awesome. Eric Schwerin, who is the money man inside of the Biden family, has now flipped and is officially cooperating with the Republican Party in their investigation into Hunter and Joe Biden. Man, this is a bombshell. This is a bombshell. The world's on fire. Get ready. Check it out. No person has more inside knowledge, from what I can tell, than Eric Schwerin. He was the president of Rosemont Seneca, and he was in a very unique position because he not only was close to Hunter Biden and helping him facilitate some of the investment deals in China and Ukraine and Russia, and actually helping uh, flag for Hunter Biden taxes that Hunter Biden had failed to pay, including on the Burisma money. He also did tax work uh, for Joe Biden. He's helping the White House in 2010 get Joe Biden's taxes and affairs into shape, and then when he finds when when they're done and Joe Biden finds out he's got a tax return, he's got some money coming back from the state of Delaware. Eric Schwerin says, hey, your dad owes you some money. I'm going to transfer his Delaware tax uh, refund into your account, Hunter Biden. Uh, uh, later on that year in 2010, Joe Biden's only 18 months into the vice president. Eric Schwerin writes, hey, I just talked to your dad, i.e. the vice president, the future president. He He's interested in exploring his earnings potential. We should have a conversation about that. Uh, all the way throughout the 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014, 
2014. Eric Schwerin is there when uh, uh, Hunter Biden is pursuing deals with Burisma, with the CEFC China energy firm. Eric Schwerin has more intersections to the issues that the American public now want answers from than any other character I've come again. Dude, if you want to go after a mafia boss, you got to go after the money man. You don't go after their soldiers like the, you know, the 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 dummies who are you know, with the shovels and the uh, the Cadillacs out in the, the woods of New Jersey. You go after the money men. You go after the accountants. You follow the money. And that's what the GOP are doing. And once again, James Comer will be joining us very, very soon, ladies and gentlemen, to talk all about this. So what do we know now? Hunter's top financial lieutenant, Eric Schwerin, is expected to provide documents to the House Oversight Committee investigation of the Biden crime family for nine violations, including money laundering, wire fraud, a spokesperson for the committee told Breitbart News. Schwerin, who shared bank accounts with Joe Biden, is dubbed the family's money man. He also maintained guest lists for White House functions. This guy knows everything. Everything. Schwerin also helped set up Joe Biden and Hunter Biden with the associates in Russia, Ukraine, China, Romania. Many of those deals yielded the Biden family business millions of dollars. This is the man who knows where all of the bodies are buried. This is why, ladies and gentlemen, this investigation into Joe Biden is going to track beautifully along the bank account lines. And we've been trying to tell you this for a while, and we're going to jump into what Privat Bank, why the Treasury is trying to stonewall here. This is the Republican Party doing exactly why we put them in power. This is them doing exactly the reason we put them in power. This is why when you vote and when you have activism and when you have force and when you have power, you use it like James Comer does. Watch. As such, this investigation will be a top priority. We are releasing a report today that details what we have uncovered. We are also sending letters to the Biden administration officials and Biden family associates renewing our request for voluntary production of documents relevant to this investigation. This is an investigation of Joe Biden, the president of the United States, and why he lied to the American people about his knowledge and participation in his family's international business schemes. National security interests require the committee conduct investigation, and we will pursue all avenues, avenues that have long been ignored. Committee Republicans have uncovered evidence of federal crimes committed by and to the benefit of members of the president's family. These include conspiracy or defrauding the United States, wire fraud, conspiracy to commit wire fraud, violation of the Foreign Agents Registration Act, violations of the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act, violations of the Trafficking Victims Protection Act, tax evasion, money laundering, and conspiracy to commit money laundering. Okay, conspiracy to commit money laundering, tax evasion, wire fraud, Eric Schwerin cooperating. All of these are financial crimes, right? Eric Schwerin cooperating is the smoking gun we've been looking for. And more importantly, what happens when you get the Bidens is the entire rotted edifice begins to crumble. The rats begin to turn on each other. You saw this with James uh, uh, with James Comey, not James Comer, who will be joining us in a second, that man on screen, but James Comey. You saw it with the FBI. You saw it with the implosion of the deep state at the FBI under Donald Trump, and they all start turning on each other because they are rats, and a rat will eat another rat if it's hungry enough. This is why you have to look over to the Senate and see what Chuck Grassley is doing, saying that the FBI is actively working to try and hide Biden crimes. Man, this is going to be such a bombshell two years. I'm so ready for it. Watch. Other whistleblower disclosures to my office 
made clear that the FBI has within its uh, possession very significant, impactful, and voluminous evidence with respect to potential criminal conduct by Hunter and James Biden. These disclosures also allege that Joe Biden was aware of Hunter Biden's business arrangements and may have been involved in some of them. We still aren't sure what's been done with this information. The FBI's track record doesn't create much faith that the information is going to be followed up on. Chuck Grassley is an old bull. He doesn't move unless he wants to move. Chuck Grassley is one of the oldest bulls in the Senate. I know Chuck Grassley personally. Chuck Grassley would not be doing this unless he was absolutely sure. He has the best oversight staff and the best lawyers in Congress. Chuck Grassley saying whistleblowers from the FBI make it clear that they are in possession of significant, impactful, and voluminous evidence against the Biden crime family. It's so voluminous that CNN was even moved to do a seven-minute series on how corrupt the Bidens are. Ladies and gentlemen, do you see what is happening here? They are finally ready to unleash the dogs on Joe Biden, and it's going to be bloody. When CNN is doing segments like this, you know the house is on fire. Watch. Despite his denials, a CNN review of the laptop data, as well as other public material, shows that Joe Biden did interact with some of his son's associates while serving as vice president, though it's unclear exactly what was discussed. One example, the Republican site, Miguel Aleman Magnani, a Mexican businessman and son of the former president who Hunter was trying to woo. In 2014, Aleman Magnani and his dad were photographed at the White House with then Vice President Biden. In a later email, Hunter Biden reminds Aleman Magnani of the favors he's done for him. We have been talking about business deals and partnerships for seven years. I have brought every single person you have ever asked me to bring to the effing White House and the vice president's house and the inauguration. Hunter Biden bluntly acknowledged the power of the Biden name in a memoir, writing that the Ukrainian energy company Burisma, which put him on its board, considered my last name gold. I don't think that there's a lot of things that would have happened in my life that uh, that if my last name wasn't Biden. Okay, so Hunter Biden writing that the Ukrainians considered his last name gold. So maybe this adds a different layer of complexity to what we're doing in Ukraine. And as we have illuminated on this show, but we will do so and truncate it very, very uh, quickly here. Why are the bank account records so important in this investigation? You have to understand the timeline and how this all worked. And we've cracked this nut. We know exactly what's happening. We're going to introduce you to a single name, Kolomoisky, and we'll put his face and his business up on screen right now. Kolomoisky, his first name, Igor Kolomoisky, is a Ukrainian oligarch who essentially owned a controlling interest in Bursima. He also owned a bank called Privat Bank. This man is directly responsible for Joe Biden firing that prosecutor. Let me explain to you how and let me explain to you why these bank records are so important. Ladies and gentlemen, buckle up. You're going to want to know this. Kolomoisky is a billionaire. He is a man who essentially operated all business in Ukraine. It was almost impossible, quote unquote, to operate business in Ukraine's environment without Kolomoisky. So how did the Bidens get access to this man? And how did Hunter Biden get so much money from him? Here are the connections between the Biden family and this corrupt oligarch. 
Kolomoisky had controlling interests in Bursima, the New York Post reported. Bursima employed Hunter Biden as a board member. Emails from 2015 published that year by the New York Post show that Kolomoisky, his number two in command, communicated with Hunter Biden to set up a meeting with Joe Biden. Then vice president under Barack Obama, court filings from 2019 in a private investigatory firm allege that Kolomoisky paid the Bidens directly from Privat Bank, the bank that he owned. A U.S. Justice Department civil forfeiture complaint in December said that there was embezzlements happening in the tune of billions of dollars from that bank. Were, was that money flowing into the Biden coffers? Well, right now, huh, the State Department is blocking the Republicans, I'm sorry, correction, the Treasury Department is blocking Republicans from knowing where that money came from. Republicans want those bank accounts. They want those suspicious activity reports, and they want them now. Because what you're going to see here in a timeline is shocking, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. It's all going to make sense here. State Department emails from 2015, this is Obama-era emails, say that Hunter Biden was a employee of Bursama Holdings. The Obama Department of State saying that Hunter Biden is essentially a Ukrainian agent. These emails were obtained by the Senate Committee of Homeland Security last year. Separate emails published by the New York Post indicate that Hunter Biden introduced Bursama's number three official to Joe Biden. Dear Hunter, I'm reading you the email right now. Thank you for inviting me to D.C. and giving me an opportunity to meet your father. It was an honor and a pleasure. Soon after that meeting... Joe Biden called to demand that the investigation into Bursima and the investigator in Ukraine, the now famous phone call, get fired. Joe Biden leveraged a billion dollars in U.S. assets in order to get his son's corrupt business deal done. That's exactly what happened, ladies and gentlemen. Well, how do we know this? Well, we actually literally have the private recording that was released. Joe Biden asking for that to be done. Here's Joe Biden talking with then-Ukrainian President Poroshenko. Go. Let me ask you one thing before I forget. Privat Bank. Um, uh, I understand uh, the, uh, the, uh, the governor of the bank is, uh, is tentative about setting a date certain for the transition to take place. And I'm being told secondhand that I don't know this is her position for sure that she is unsure of a date until she gets an agreement from you. I told, here's what I've told them. I've told them to get back to her and set a date and I would talk to you about the date um, because this is getting very, very close. What I don't want to have happen, I don't want Trump to get in a position where he thinks he's about to buy onto a policy where the financial system is going to collapse and he's going to be looked to to pour more money into Ukraine. That's how he'll think about it before he gets sophisticated enough to know the details. So anything you can do to push the, the, the Pravat Bank uh, um, to closure so that the IMF loan comes forward, I would respectfully suggest is critically important to your economic as well as physical security. I know it. So wait a second. Taking over this bank that was in charge of the payments to the Biden family. That's what Joe Biden's talking about there on that secretly recorded phone call that has been verified as fully authentic. So funny how Joe Biden can speak English when it has to do with multi millions of dollars flowing into his bank accounts through dirty deals. Isn't it amazing? Joe Biden, Joe Biden could speak English a couple years ago. 
So that's Joe Biden speaking, talking about Kolomoisky, talking about Privat Bank, discussing the takeover, the government takeover of that bank, and essentially the closure of those records, trying to shore up loose ends so that, and you can hear it right there on the call. You probably never heard that audio, have you? Hmm. You can hear it right there on the call. He's talking about how bad it would be if Donald Trump was able to get a hold of those records. Maybe that's why, through his own hubris, which will be the downfall of all of these people, Joe Biden went right out on stage and bragged about getting the prosecutor fired, who was investigating that bank, its transactions, Bursama, his son. You've all seen the clip, but hopefully it makes a little more sense now as to why these financial records and why Eric Schwerin is so important, because this is the nexus. This is the nut to crack inside of the Biden crime family. Remember this clip. Um, I remember going over convincing our team, our others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and uh, and I was going supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, nah. I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, "You're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here." And I think it was what six hours. I looked. I said, "I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money." Oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> got fired. And well, son of a bitch, he got fired. Ladies and gentlemen, that's just in a nutshell, but that's the timeline. Hunter Biden gets paid through corrupt Ukrainian oligarch Kolomoisky, through his Privat bank. The agents of Kolomoisky come to D.C. to meet with Joe Biden. Soon after that, they tell Joe Biden that they need this prosecutor fired. Soon after that, Joe Biden leverages American funds in order to get this man fired. Even though the president at the time, Poroshenko, is like, We have no reason to fire this guy. He's very popular. We like him. And then Joe Biden goes out and brags about it. This was all a corrupt act in order to protect this Ukrainian oligarch. And that's why they're hiding the financial records. That's why they're hiding the records that point directly to Privat Bank and the funding and the timeline of that funding for Joe Biden to do political favors for his son, for his corrupt son, ladies and gentlemen. So Joe Biden has been on the record lying about this from day one. We'll play you this clip, and then we'll do an interview with James Comer about this very issue, but there is no better clip to play than this clip of Joe Biden looking Peter Doocy right in the face, right down the barrel of the camera, saying, I've never had any connection with my son's business dealings. Oh, it's picture perfect, this one. Watch. Mr. Vice President, how many times have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings. Here's what I know. I know Trump deserves to be investigated. He is violating every basic norm of a president. You should be asking him the question, why is he on the phone with a foreign leader trying to intimidate a foreign leader? If that's what happened, that appears what happened. You should be looking at Trump. Trump's doing this because he knows I'll beat him like a drum. And he's using the abuse of power 
and every element of the, the of presidency to try to do something to smear me. Every- Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that – I mean that needs to go – that should have won a Pulitzer there, Peter Ducey. Isn't it perfect? The iron law, the iron law is to accuse them of what you are doing. We literally just played you the phone call of Joe Biden doing exactly that, calling a Ukrainian leader, getting a prosecutor fired in order for his family to engage in corrupt business dealings. And as soon as he's asked about that, he lies and then accuses Donald Trump of doing the same thing. Do we need strong men in Congress in order to break up this corruption? And man, one of the strongest we've ever met joins us now. James Comer, ladies and gentlemen, the chairman of the House Oversight Committee. Congressman, thank you so much for being on the program. Deeply appreciate it and deeply appreciate your work. Uh, We want to jump in here and we've uh, obviously been talking through with the audience why Eric Schwerin communicating with you and your committee is so incredibly important. Uh, Perhaps you can underlie for us and undergird for us uh, how big of a flip this is for the Biden crime family. Well, this is enormous because if you'll remember the emails, uh, the one that stands out in my mind is where uh, Sherwin emails Hunter Biden and says, your dad's Delaware tax refund is coming in the mail. I'm going to deposit it into his account and then turn around and write a check from him to you for some of the money that he owes you. That shows several things. It shows that Sherwin was handling Joe Biden's finances. And this is at a time when Joe Biden was vice president of the United States. So uh, he's writing checks, transferring money back and forth between Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. Uh, This is very important because one question we have is, were these accounts commingled? I think I know the answer to that, but we're going to make sure that we can provide 100% evidence on everything that we say, because this is a very serious investigation, as you know. And also, uh, it's going to... uh, kind of get a picture of how the Biden family, uh, how their business schemes worked. How, how did they uh, work together? Because at the end of the day, this is an investigation of Joe Biden. And Sherwin is the one guy that we know, uh, without a shadow of a doubt, was uh, in charge of bank accounts for both Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. So what will be the line of questioning well, it's just basically going to we're going to give him an opportunity to to tell us uh, kind of how uh, this thing was set up. How, there are 13 different accounts that we know of, uh, and every one of those accounts had bank violations. So that's another yes. request that we should be getting in very soon, hopefully, through the private banks, not through the, the Treasury Department, unfortunately. But we want to kind of trace the money. And, and that's what this is all about. Uh, we know the Biden's got enormous sums of money from our adversaries in China, Russia, and Ukraine. We, we need to know the, the specific place where these uh, transfers started and for what purpose. You know, Why did Hunter Biden receive millions of dollars from, from China, from a company, CEFC, that was connected to the Chinese Communist Party? What exactly was he doing in return for that, because I don't think China would give money to Hunter Biden or donate significant sums to the University of Pennsylvania or the University of Delaware for Joe Biden if they weren't getting something in return. Yes. 
Yes. So Hunter Biden isn't giving you anything in return. Hunter Biden is stonewalling your committee. What tactics will you take in order to get a canary to sing? Well, they're threading a, treading a thin line here. Uh, their lawyers are, are reaching out to people, trying, in my opinion, to intimidate witnesses. Uh, you know, we're, we're moving forward. Uh, we've been very transparent. I don't think there's anyone in the media who's really sincerely keeping up with this, who, who doesn't know where we're going and what we're requesting. I mean, we want to follow the money. We know uh, different areas where the Bidens receive significant sums of money coming out of China, Russia, and Ukraine. We want to know the the purpose of that money. What were they doing for that money? You know, the Democrats love to throw in Jared Kushner, and they always say, well, what are you doing about investigating Kushner? Here, here's what I know about Kushner. Two things. Number one, he has sat down for many, many interviews. He has sat down. He has already been interviewed on all this stuff. And number two, I know what Kushner's businesses are. He owns real estate. Uh, he, you know, he, he's he's like the Trump family, got a very diversified portfolio, real estate, lots of employees. What's the Biden business? They don't own anything. They don't sell anything. They don't manufacture anything. They're not licensed to be lobbyists or foreign agents. So what exactly is the Biden family business? They've received millions and millions of dollars. What did they do in return for that money? I mean, this isn't a, a complicated investigation, but uh, the, the areas that are complicated is the fact that there are so many different bank accounts at so many different banks with so many different partners it was always like they, they tried to bring somebody in in the, in the beginning to share the blame in case or to take the fall. So what we're doing is bringing in all these people that at various different times were involved as partners with the Bidens. And, and don't don't forget, it's not just Hunter Biden. It's also Jim Biden. And ironically, with Jim Biden, he has a lot of pending lawsuits to where his partners have uh, have filed suit against him for fraud and for for various different things. So, you know, this family has a history of influence peddling and we're going to get to the bottom of it. So what I think a lot of the uh, uh, viewers want to know is what are the intersections of Joe Biden with this? Everyone is sort of like looks at Hunter Biden as the crackhead who was kicked out of the Navy and who clearly has a duplicitous record is a truly dirty, dirty man. And uh, obviously a total scumbag. And so it would just be, uh, you know, going after a total scumbag. Uh, that's fine. Uh, he probably does belong in jail, but what about Joe? Right. That's, and that's what a lot of people are going right. to ask. That's a, a lot of the questions that people are going to ask. And that's why we're investigating. We're, we're not investigating Hunter Biden. We're investigating Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you know, you've seen the emails with the CEFC where Hunter Biden said 10% for the big guy. We've had two people that have come in uh, and talked to us while we were in the minority that were involved in various different Biden business schemes that said, in fact, Joe Biden was the big guy. Now let's think about this, this deal where Joe Biden was supposedly the big guy. There's evidence where Hunter Biden was trying to get keys made for that uh, house of Sweden office complex for Joe Biden, because he was going to be and, and, and Jill Biden, ironically, uh, and Jim Biden, so three keys for Joe Biden, Jill Biden, and Jim Biden, who were going to be, you know, a part of this Chinese energy deal. 
And what they were trying to do is not just buy liquefied natural gas from the United States. They were trying to actually buy ownership into the drillers so that China could start buying into the infrastructure of our American energy company. There are supposed to be so many roadblocks in our federal government to prevent China from doing this. Remember, people are outraged that China flew a balloon over the United States through balloon over one of my military bases, Fort Campbell in Kentucky. Uh, they're outraged that they're buying farmland. Well, just think about this. The Bidens were trying to help China buy ownership into the infrastructure of our American energy industry. That's a far greater risk to our national security than buying farmland in the Dakotas or flying the balloon over the military bases because they probably got satellites that can do a better job than the balloon did. So the Bidens have been involved with helping this, this Chinese energy company do things that the federal government's supposed to have roadblocks and barriers to prevent from doing. And, and now this company, where is this company now? At least one of their executives was indicted, Patrick Ho, in the United States for bribery in Africa. Uh, we believe the Chinese Communist Party has detained uh, one or two of the other partners. And now the Chinese Communist Party owns this business, CEFC, that the Bidens were involved in, that Joe Biden was supposed to be the big guy and have 10 percent. Uh, it, it boggles the mind because what Joe Biden is, in effect, is everything that they claim Donald Trump was. That's and right. what, the, the corruptions and the angles and the allegations are everything they accused uh, Donald Trump of being, and he never was. And so after years of investigation, they weren't able to turn up even a unpaid parking ticket for Donald Trump. And here we go with this on its face. Uh, we would like to bring you back. We have one clip to play of your press conference, which happened the day after the GOP took the majority in the House. And you came out with a barn burner. But there is part of that barn burner that we've always been curious about. We'll play the clip now. It has to do with sex trafficking. The Biden family's business dealings implicate a wide range of criminality from human trafficking to potential violations of the Constitution. In the 118th Congress, this committee will evaluate the status of Joe Biden's relationship with his family's foreign partners and whether he is a president who is compromised or swayed by foreign dollars and influence. I want to be clear. This is an investigation of Joe Biden, and that's where the committee will focus in this next Congress. Human trafficking, please expound. Yeah. The reason I mentioned that is because I wanted the FBI, the Department of Justice, and the U.S. Attorney in Delaware, who's supposedly investigating Hunter Biden, I wanted them to know that I know about all that because at the time, reports were coming out that he was about to be indicted. Hunter Biden was about to be indicted for tax evasion, which we all know about, and then lying on a gun application. Well, if you're going to indict Hunter Biden, indict him for all the things that you that he can be indicted over. And and one of the things that uh, he has problems with, with these bank violations. Now, remember, I have some of the bank violations. We're just trying to get uh, all the bank violations and the mm -hmm. bank violations that I have in possession were, were you know, turned over by, by various different people. If you get a suspicious activity report, you may be named in a suspicious activity report because someone else got a suspicious activity report. Hmm. The the entity that Hunter Biden was doing business with for, for, for prostitutes, supposedly, uh, was being investigated for human trafficking. They were uh, 
they were getting bank violations, much like the, uh, what's the guy that, that committed suicide? Uh, uh, Epstein. The head Prince Andrew and all those guys. What, what's his name? Jeffrey Epstein. Epstein. There was, it, it was something, you know, it's coming out now with some of these lawsuits that, that, uh, Epstein got a lot of these these suspicious activity reports because he was being suspected of human trafficking as well, wow. being suspected of doing escort services and things like that. So there was an escort service, I believe, in Florida that Hunter Biden was doing a lot of business with. Uh, he was actually transferring money, it, it looks like, from his law firm account. He has a law firm of <laughs> one of, of himself to uh, to this this escort service and according to the suspicious activity report they were being investigated for uh having an escort service which is illegal in florida and for um human trafficking so he had several violations for that and one of the text messages that hunter's communicating with another one of his former associates was asking him how to make certain transactions without getting zinged for the suspicious activity report <laughs> i believe that what he was talking about was doing business with this escort service in Florida. So uh, that's not a part of my investigation, but I just wanted the Department of Justice to know we know all about Hunter Biden and that's your job. That's the Department of Justice's job. If they're going to have equal justice, if they're not going to do like we suspect, have a two tier system of justice, I wanted them to know that we know that. But re remember, at that press conference right after that, I pivoted back and said, but this is an investigation of Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. And, and mm -hmm. my fear was they were going to indict Hunter Biden and say, well, he's under investigation by the by the DOJ. So you can't have access to any of the information on Hunter Biden because we're investigating him for for lying on a gun application. I mean, give me a break. If you're mm -hmm. going to indict him, indict him for all the things that that any other American would have already been indicted for. Uh, Congressman, you've been very, very generous with your time. That, those are shocking revelations, by the way, that the, the, the Epstein connection, of course there's going to, well, there's no Epstein, Epstein connection with Hunter, but it just looks like the similar kind of thing, similar That's kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, but of course it always comes, it always comes, the rat's nest is so intermingled. It's sickening. Uh, we did have a final question for you, and it, it is uh, pursuant our relationship with Don Jr. and Eric Trump. And th those two had to go in. They got dragged in before committee after committee after committee. Adam Schiff, uh, January 6th. Uh, Steve Bannon has criminal referrals for refusing to testify before a or cooperate with a committee. Everyone wants to see asses in seats and sweating under the lights and, and the American people to actually watch the members of this crime family get grilled. Uh, will that happen over the course of the next two years? Um, will you be using January 6th committee uh, uh, tactics, I suppose, I, I, I kind of a dirty word, but like they – they threw they want to throw Steve Bannon in jail for not cooperating. Right. And they, they're this close to doing it. So, yeah. I mean, are they are you going to be using those type of hardline tactics to get asses in seats, to get questions in front of the American people? Yes. The January 6th committee set a lot of new precedents for congressional investigation. They filmed deposition. They moved for Congress to hold people in contempt of Congress. So these are tools in the toolbox that, that I will use in this investigation. I assume Jim Jordan will use in his investigation of the Department of Justice uh, uh, in their uh, question or not, whether they've been weaponized and politicized. So we will use that. But what we are getting right now is cooperation from private individuals 
who did business with the Bidens. These people are starting to come in. I've got uh, another person coming in next week that was a central figure in this uh, Biden family influence peddling, a wow. very central figure who's willingly, voluntarily coming in wow. to talk to me and my, my staff. So uh, we're making progress. I'll get those bank records, even though the Treasury Department, the Biden administration has blocked us at every turn. We planned on this happening. I just mainly want the media to see that they're blocking the chairman of the House Oversight Committee from getting bank violations, which every other administration in the last two decades has allowed the chairman of the House Oversight Committee to have access to. But for whatever reason, Joe Biden's blocking that access. So we're just giving them rope and letting them hang themselves. Remember, after that press conference that you you showed the clip of earlier, that was in November, a lot of the media, including the Associated Press in Bloomberg, said that the laptop was Russian disinformation. That was just a few months ago. Now we know we had the first Twitter hearing, if for no other reason to prove that the laptop was not Russian disinformation. The Twitter executives who made the decision to ban the, the New York Post story about the laptop all said that was a mistake, and they knew that the laptop was real. So that was a very important first hearing for us because so much of the evidence against Joe Biden is located on the hard drive of the laptop. So we're making progress. When we get these people coming in, we're going to start doing interviews. We're going to start doing depositions. Uh, we'll get these bank records. We're going to start tracing the money. And then hopefully very soon we'll be ready to start having hearings that I think every American will find very interesting. Congressman, I wish you could see what we can see in the studio. We have the chat box up with the, all the chats from all of the concurrent social media. The viewership is shooting through the roof. Everyone is praising you and saying, what a great, well, how great is it to have someone with some iron in their spine and some gunpowder in their gut actually in Congress doing something for us? Everyone is melting down saying how much they appreciate you. What is the best way for our audience to help you out, sir, in your investigations? Just... Uh Keep us informed on on what's going on. Uh, they're they're firing on me, the White House every day. Uh, they've got a special team now led by a little guy named Ian Sams who has a press conference every day. Uh, attacks yeah. me, attacks my credibility, but he's not attacked anything that I've said as being not factual. Uh, you know, they tried to play the the Russian disinformation card back in November. Then in January, they've tried to play that, well, Hunter was a drug addict. They're just picking on him because he had an addiction problem. Now they're going full scale on the offensive. They're attacking anyone that we're going to bring in. They're threatening anyone that, that we've requested information for. So this is a full on war against the White House just to get the facts, just to get the facts. And remember, the Trump people went and, and they came forward. They answered all the questions. They were interviews. They were deposed, the majority of them. And, and what we got is this president who told the American people that he had no knowledge of his son's shady business dealings and he wasn't involved in anything. Look, this president's been involved in a lot. This whole thing in Ukraine this week made me sick at my stomach mm. because this Burisma deal stinks to high heaven. And I believe the real, the, the real quid pro quo with Ukraine was with Joe Biden firing that prosecutor who was investigating Burisma and, and the, the corrupt energy company. So uh, this investigation is not going to go away for the Bidens. I think they realize that, and that's why they've changed strategy, and they're they're firing on us at every turn. Just keep us posted. Hopefully uh, 
people in America are talking about this. And if there are people that they uh, interact with at work, they'll tell them, look, this is legitimate. Uh, this needs to be investigated, and, and hopefully the, the White House will finally work with us and, and give us answers to questions that we all have. Mm. Christ says the truth shall set you free. It is yeah. important to have truth. So everyone, ladies and gentlemen, pray for our bulldog investigators, James Comer and Jim Jordan. Follow them on their social media, amplify their messages, yes. and make sure that we got their backs because they got ours in Congress fighting a war a true war for the soul of this nation. Thank you so much, Congressman, for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Oh, man, ladies and gentlemen, what is that? What is that? What a different world. Rewind the clock back. Join me inside of the uh, DeLorean in my, with my flux capacitor. Go back just like 10 years. Who were the fighters on our side? Mitt Romney? John McCain? Paul Ryan, those were the best we got. Those were the best we had. We, that, that was it. Like, you know, like, unable to knock down, uh, you know, a, a peep uh, on, on on Easter. Like, couldn't, couldn't punch through a peep. Now we got real fighters, ladies and gentlemen. We got real muscle. We got people who are willing to actually go to the mat for us. And it was, you know, this metaphor, but actually quite literal in the in the case of Jim Jordan, who was a, a national championship wrestler, national champion uh, 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 wrestler. Ain't easy to do, especially in a state like Ohio. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is wonderful to see and maybe some justice shall be shined upon the scummiest and worst individuals in our country, like Sam Bankman fraud, Sam Bankman fraud. Scam Bankman fraud uh, is now going to be charged for illegally distributing money into the coffers of Democrats. Sam Bankman fraud has been hit with four new charges for superseding uh, superseding indictment. New York federal uh, prosecutors have widened their case. They've added charges against the Democrat mega donors, including securities frauds, conspiracy bank fraud, and the unlicensed uh, money transmitting for businesses. Essentially, this guy was the number one Democrat donor, this side of George Soros, okay? So this guy was the number one Democrat donor in the 2022 cycle. The only reason why James Comer uh, was just on the program without like 20 more, 40 more Republicans in the House was because of this chode. And so this guy, uh, not only is FTX asking for all their money back from Democrats, we have yet to hear of a single Democrat giving the money back. These people took his filthy blood money and then they ran against Republicans and it was all a scam. This guy defrauded you in order to pay the Democrats off, assuming that he might get out of jail. Well, now it's all coming clean. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, again, pray for justice in this nation. We need it to save this nation. Uh, Joe Biden has a Democrat challenger. Hey, oh, here we go. Democrat challenger for Joe Biden. Marianne Williamson confirms her plans to run for 2024 presidential run against Joe Biden. Former Democrat presidential candidate Marianne Williamson is preparing to mount a challenge to President Joe Biden. Uh, uh, Williamson contended that the nation's uh, politicians lacked the will to address national issues uh, or the interest in fixing them. So this is a flashback of Marianne Williamson, in case you need a reminder of who she is. What does it say that Fox News is nicer to me than the lefties are? I'm sorry? It, what does it say that the conservatives are nicer to me? It's a bizarre world, man. It's such a bizarre mm -hmm. world. You know, I'm such a lefty. I mean, I'm a serious lefty. But there's so... I understand why people on the right call them godless. I mean, it's like... I didn't think the left was as mean as the right. They are. Well, I'm... I'm 
just just right amazing amazing so that was like a hot mic moment where she's giving up the game giving up the ghost what have we told you so many times man if you come against the borg the hive mind the top-down centrally planned neo-marxist democrat party that is just a walking zombie like john fetterman is just a walking if you go against it man it's like the zombie applies like world war z all these drooling lobotomized uh npcs and they just they, 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 that's what she's talking about she's like why is the left so mean to me she the left is mean to her because she was calling out democrats on their own stuff and so then the borg turns on her these people they are drooling sycophants they must be awakened and the way to wake them up ladies and gentlemen is light and truth and goodness and that is why in this program we always leave you with a bible verse from the good book and the peace of god which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and mind through christ jesus philippians 4 7. as we head into the weekend let that peace of god uh, be yours make sure that you are peaceful because the world is set about by evil people and the most evil people the sociopaths gain power because they're willing to do the dirtiest thing like the biden family they're willing to do the dirtiest things they're willing to be so corrupt they're willing to lie they're willing to cheat and steal. Moral people don't go far in politics. You actually need bruisers like Donald Trump. You need people who are willing to fight back, like James Comer. I'm not saying they're not immoral, but like moral people, pacifist people don't go far in politics. I'm certainly not questioning the morality of Donald Trump or James Comer. I'm just saying it's rare. It's very rare to have fighters that also have a backbone and have a moral compass. And we got that now. So we are blessed. And so be thankful. Keep your hearts and minds focused on Christ Jesus. Very important lesson into the weekend that we hope you enjoy with you and yours because America is the greatest nation on earth. We know that because we organize our lives correctly. God, family, country. That's what matters. God, family, country. That's what matters. And this country is worth saving. So we're going to set about saving it with you every single day. My name is Benny Johnson. This is The Benny Show. See ya.